The unknown redneck is hilarious, and he's a true patriot. Great podcast. Thumbs up. Redneck here. Kevin's asked me to welcome you to his podcast, so welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. He has news on news crime, CNN versus Fox News. He talks about a lot of stuff on there I appreciate. And he has commentary from me. What else could you ask for? Commentary from the unknown redneck. It's a wonderful thing. And now, fresh off his sold out Deuces and Duck Lips tour, my favorite podcast host, soon to be your favorite podcast host, Kevin Marshall. Take it away, Kevin. Hello and welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. Thank you so much for listening. I am Kevin Marshall. I am your host. I thank you, thank you, thank you for once again tuning in. And I've got, you know, the vast droves of listeners. I've I've accomplished getting uh, in double digits on the downloads on each episode. And that is all in your all's hands. I appreciate that so much. Remember, if you make me famous, I'll make you famous. So thank you so much for tuning in to the broadcast. Share it with everybody. Tell everybody about it. Tell them how to get it. You know somebody that listens to podcasts, then turn them on to my show. Be happy to have them. Be happy to have you. Happy that you're here. Okay, we're going to start off the show like we always do with CNN, CNN versus, versus Fox, Fox News. News. Compare and contrast time. We're going to take the top five news stories from the CNN app and the Fox News app, and we're going to see just how different they are because they're never, ever the same. That's right. Okay, so first off, we're going to start with uh, we're going to start with CNN today. I think we started with Fox News last week, our last episode, uh, so I'm going to try to keep it fair. I'm going to start with uh, different ones each time if I can remember. Sometimes it's not going to be right, but I'll do it as best as I can. So, today, first story out of CNN is two key undecided senators say Kavanaugh FBI investigation very thorough. Two key Republican senators who have been undecided on whether to vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh decided the FBI's findings of an investigation into President Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee has a thorough report contrasting with Democrats' objections that the inquiry was rushed and incomplete. Of course they're going to say it's rushed and incomplete. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say this about uh, the whole Kavanaugh thing, and, and I will say President Trump has went out of his way to try to accommodate these people. But he said the other day he was in Tennessee for a rally, and he said during that rally it doesn't matter if he gave them 10 days, 10 weeks, 10 months, 10 years. It doesn't matter. It's not going to be long enough for the Democrats because they're not going to be satisfied with it. I tend to agree with that. At least two of the Republican senators who were undecided or a little bit on the fence, I think what it is is they're kind of in left-leaning states, and they don't want to jeopardize their constituency, so... They decided that they wanted to have the FBI reinvestigate this thing. So the report came out Thursday. It's today as I'm recording it. And I, I guess they all listened to it or read it. Anyway, 
getting on with the story, Republican Senator Susan Collins of Maine, which Maine's left-leaning, said Thursday that the FBI probed into allegations of sexual assault and inappropriate sexual behavior against Kavanaugh seems to be very, th- very thorough, quote, and she said she would read the findings in full later in the day. It appears to be very thorough investigation. Collins, who has not yet indicated how she plans to vote on the nomination, told reporters in the Capitol. Remember Senator Flake, or Flakey, I'm not sure how they pronounce it. I've heard it both ways. But he had asked, he had actually asked the president to do the uh, supplemental investigation through the FBI. And he said later on Thursday morning that he agreed with Collins' pronouncement that the investigation was thorough. When asked by CNN if he would be, if he was more inclined to support Kavanaugh after leaving the staff briefing on the report, Flake responded, quote, we've seen no additional corroborating information end quote, to the claims against Kavanaugh and added he needs to finish reviewing the material. I think that's just so he can say to his more liberal people, hey, there you go. Number two on CNN is the Senate could decide Kavanaugh's fate as soon as this weekend. Lawmakers are currently on track to take a key procedural vote on Friday, which could make a which could be a make-or-break moment for the nomination with a final confirmation vote possibly on Saturday. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell set the process in motion last night by filing a cloture on the nomination, but the exact timing of the votes may hinge on what happens over the next 24 hours or so as Republicans and Democrats review the findings of an FBI investigation into allegations against the nominee. They said it's up to these five key senators, Republicans Jeff Flake of Arizona, uh, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Susan Collins of Maine, Democrats Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota have not yet indicated how they will vote on the nomination and have said they're awaiting the results of the FBI inquiry before making up their minds. Well, I hope they take good deliberations and make a smart choice for the country. That's number two. Number three, it's Amazon's world. We just live in it. Okay. Amazon.com isn't America's biggest company. By market cap, it trails Apple. Measured by number of employees, it's behind Walmart. By revenue, it's a distant eighth on the Fortune 500 list. But measured by importance to modern life and ability to shape the American economy in its own image, Amazon is second to none. I agree with that assessment. I'm just going to tell you right now that Amazon, I use it all the time. Full disclosure, I use Amazon a lot. In fact, this podcasting equipment come from Amazon. So it's really easy. Just get on there and click things. I think uh, Walmart's business model is going out the window. That's my opinion. I think Walmart's uh, big superstores and all that sort of thing is going to go out the window. That's why we're seeing more of these neighborhood markets, these Walmart neighborhood markets. And also there's been an upswing. I'm sure people, at least in the South, at least around where we live, have seen this incredible explosion in the last five years or so of Dollar General stores. And I think that's because most people are buying their big ticket items, their electronics, their TVs and that sort of thing, and washing machine, dryers, all that. You can go online, compare shop online, and then click a button and they'll 
deliver it to your house. You don't even have to go into the store. And really, what are you really seeing if if you actually lay eyes on the physical object that you're buying? I mean, if you go in, you go to buy a TV. Pretty much all TVs look the same. They're flat, and you put them on the wall, and you turn them on. So that's how they work. What you want to know is the specifics about it. Is it 1080p? Is it 720? Is it got a faster refresh rate? And all that sort of thing. You can compare and contrast that on any website, especially Amazon. It's easy to do. And then you just click the button and they deliver it to your house. Why would you not do that? That just seems awesome to me. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, it is awesome. So... I think they're right. Amazon's got it right, and I think Walmart's trending that way. I think Walmart is going to, if you will see, this is my prediction, that Walmart is going to trend into an actual online seller, an online retailer eventually. I think if you go back and look at the fact that they said that uh, we were going to pay everybody at least $10 an hour uh, back of this is because they anticipate that they're not going to have as many employees eventually. Eventually, that's going to just wear itself down. The hiring rate is going to wear itself down because there's not going to be uh, that many people required to work at Walmart. And if you've ever been in Walmart and you've seen the self-checkout lines, you know that they're cutting down on that too. So, I agree with that assessment. Amazon is the business model of the future. It's the way people buy stuff. So, all right, that's number, let's see, it was number three, right? Yeah. Number three, number four, a financial disclosure from Donald Trump's sister led to the New York Times report on his taxes. The New York Times had a report uh, about Donald Trump's alleged uh, tax schemes. President Donald Trump's older sister, Judge Marianne Trump Barry, has kept a very low profile since he ran for office, but it appears as though she inadvertently had a central role in the New York Times block, they call it a blockbuster report, on her brother's alleged tax schemes. They call it schemes. According to the Times, one of their key findings was a financial disclosure form from Barry's Senate confirmation proceedings in 1999 to the federal appellate judge, the that's yeah, President Trump's sister is a federal appellate judge. The financial form was not redacted. The Times reporter Susan Craig, one of three reporters who broke the story, noticed an oddity in the filing: a one million dollar contribution from a Trump family-owned company called All County Building Supply and Maintenance. Craig, along with the reporters. Uh, David Barstow and Russ Butner, Butner, I think Russ Butner began to investigate the company. People familiar with the family patriarch, Fred Trump, which is Donald Trump's father, told them that All County was a middleman entity created by President Trump and his siblings, essentially to move cash from Fred Trump's companies to his children. Well, so what? Well, let's see. After the company purchased items for Trump's buildings, such as cleaning supplies, the Trump Times noted that a secretary would bill these items to Fred Trump's buildings with a 20 to 50% markup, and the siblings would pocket the difference. The siblings received millions in untaxed gifts from their father, skirting a 55% tax on gifts over a certain value that would have cut the total significantly, according to the Times. Tuesday's report by the Times, the 
said the president helped his parents dodge taxes, quote-unquote, in the 1990s, including insistences of outright fraud that allowed him to amass a fortune from them. The president and his siblings helped his parents build their wealth by hiding millions of dollars in gifts in a sham corporation, according to the Times. Quote, sham corporation, according to the Times. Barry, along with President Trump and their younger brother Robert, were the executors of their father's executor. I'm sorry, ex- executors of their father's estate in the capacity filed his tax returns 15 months after his death in 1999. The Times noted. It goes on to say, vividly illustrates the effect- effectiveness of the tax strategy strategies devised by the Trumps in the early 1990s. So. What we're saying here is, what they're saying is, they're jealous because Donald Trump was smart enough to figure out how to avoid taxes. And, well, you need to close those loopholes if that's going to make you mad. Let's see, number five. This is Steve. Oh, shoot. Public discussions right now is the story of powerful men protecting other men in power. All right, so let's... It was a video. I apologize for that. Evidently, Stephen Colbert, who does the late night on CBS, the late show, the one that David Letterman used to have, who has been a, just a an atrocious person that's been trying to talk about Donald Trump. He's, a, he's, just, a, he's just an atrocious nighttime host. I don't care for him at all. He said some pretty gross things. And I'm, I'm a gross person to start with. I'll say whatever about whatever, but... I'm just saying that this man has said some really nasty things on regular broadcast television. It's terrible. Epic fail. Yeah. So, anyway, he uh, he's evidently confronting the CBS executive's allegation. If you've not heard this story, Les Munez, 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 everybody says his name, the guy that's over CBS, has been accused and outed as being a serial, um, not a rapist, but he's certainly a philanderer, and he's uh, he's calling them out, I guess. Colbert's calling them out. Well, at least he's consistent about the whole deal. There you go. Those are the top five stories from CNN. We'll go back over those again. A couple of undecided senators. Number one. Number two, the Senate could decide Kavanaugh's fate. One more thing about deciding Kavanaugh's fate. I will say that Mitch McConnell, who's the uh, Senate Majority Leader, has opened up the floor for the nomination procedure, and then they went into recess. They didn't adjourn, which is a procedural thing that allows them to go right in and, as soon as they get done, go ahead and do what they need to do. Without That way, the Democrats can't grandstand and that sort of thing okay number three stories about amazon which i agree in their assessment on that one um number four is the new york times report about donald trump avoiding taxes well crap we all try to avoid taxes and number five is stephen colbert and his holier than thou crap and i predict something's going to come out about him but we'll see all right, that's all for CNN. Let's go to Fox News and see what they have on their top five on their app. First thing is, all right, fresh from viewing the much-anticipated FBI supplement report on 
Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Charles Grasley declared nothing in the document changed his mind that it was time for the Senate to vote on the Jurist High Court confirmation. So that's just saying that uh, Senator Grassley's not changed his mind. I never expected anybody to change their mind. And second story, number two from Fox News is Senator Sassy, 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 Sassy? Senator Sassy says he urged Trump not to pick Kavanaugh and slams the president for mocking Ford. Uh, so it, evidently, in um, I think it was Missouri or something like that, the president was holding a rally and he was uh, mocking uh, Christine Blasey Ford. He wasn't really mocking her. He was just stating the truth. He was saying, you know, she don't remember this and she don't remember that. She's confused about where the address was. She's confused about what time it was. She's confused about who I was in the room. She was confused confused about all these different details she's confused about. The only thing she's very certain about, according to the president, was that she had one beer. So he didn't like that. And he said during a passionate speech to his Senate colleagues, Republican Senator Ben Sasse told lawmakers he urged President Trump earlier this summer to consider choosing another Supreme Court nominee after discovering Judge Brett Kavanaugh was his top pick. Speaking about the hashtag MeToo movement, and I also want to say there's hashtag him too because some people are actually getting accused of things that they didn't do. Hashtag Chris Hardwick. Speaking about the Me Too movement and the rancorous debate over Kavanaugh's confirmation and the sexual assault allegations against him, Sassy said on the Senate floor Wednesday he asked Trump to make a different choice for the nation's high court as early as June. He also sharply rebuked the president for mocking of Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, the woman who accused the federal judge of sexual misconduct more than 30 years ago. Part of my argument then was that the very important hashtag MeToo movement was also very new, and this Senate is not at all well prepared to handle potential allegations of sexual har- harassment and assault that might have come forward. Adding in his warning was absent of knowing a particular nominee. So, he's trying to gear up for a presidential run, would be my guess. But we'll see. That's number two. Number three, Ohio student was fatally stabbed. Who fatally stabbed? Let me start over again. Number three, Ohio student who fatally stabbed roommate over fast food released from prison early. Former University of Akron student who was convicted of fatally stabbing his roommate over a fast food argument was granted early release after serving only 10 months of his three-year sentence. Kendall Scheid, S-C-H-E-I-D, Kendall Scheid, 24, was granted his release Tuesday by Summit County Common Pleas Judge Mary Margaret Rollins, despite outcry from prosecutors and the family of Duncan Ntunar. These are hard words to say for a redneck. U-N-T-E-R-N-A-H-E-R, Duncan Untanar, Untanar, who was stabbed to death in December 2016. A 23-year-old's life is worth more than 10 months in jail, Untanar's father said. Exactly. Another person, Scott Free. That was number three. Number four. Daggone. A lot of NFL things they got on here. Jet star Isaiah Crowell wins endorsement deal after being fined by NFL for rubbing football on his butt. Uh, I guess he had during one of the games he took the football and wiped his hind end like he was wiping his butt with toilet paper. 
and the NFL fined him $13,369, which I think is an odd bit of money. But anyway, he uh, scored a touchdown against Cleveland Browns, and then he wiped his butt with the football. Crowell's mother didn't approve of the gesture either. Well, I did not like it as a mother, she said. I was literally shocked. Isaiah is, a, is such a mild-mannered person. He usually doesn't do much celebrating. I've never seen him go to that extreme. I was like, oh, my God. I had a crowd of people in the house. He told me it just happened in the heat of the moment. As a mother, I wish he hadn't have done it. However, the news didn't stink for Crowell, who landed a promotional deal with Dude Wipes, a company that sells toilet paper substitute for men. The company and Crowell posted photos on social media of the NFL star promoting the product. A wipe to remember. We've got you covered. Isaiah Crowell. A tweet from Dude Wipes read. So, thanks to Dude Wipes, I am now covered. Never leave home without them. He wrote on his Instagram post and showing pictures of him holding the Dude Wipes up. So, basically... What they're selling is dude wipes are just baby wipes for dudes. That's what it is. So, and number five, number five, holy cow, British man trapped in shed as quote unquote slave for 40 years, officials say. Police have rescued a British man who was likely trapped in a shed for 40 years and forced to work as a slave. The 58-year-old man was inside with only a chair and a sold bed and sold bedding. His rescuers found him Wednesday during a raid at a residential site near Cumbria, Cumbria, Carlisle, in Cumbria, United Kingdom. Authorities later arrested a 79-year-old man on suspicion of modern-day slavery offenses and said that the man was held against his will for decades. Officers discovered the trapped man after a call was made to a confidential helpline. The workers, the agency works in partnerships to protect vulnerable and exploited workers. When we found him, he was like a rabbit in headlights and very confused. He was just in the clothes. He stood up in and where he was sleeping in the shed, and there was just a sold duvet on the floor there was no heating and it was very cold it was conditions that no human being should live in plimmer said the man was that's one of the officers martin plimmer plimmer said the man was likely forced to do unpaid work from the age of 16 or 17 based on information from the office officers it's not immediately clear if the man attempted to leave at any point he has been traumatized for such a length of time it will be a slow process to win back his trust Plimmer said the case is extremely sad and serious. That's awful. So, going back over the top five in the Fox News app, Senator Grassley said that nothing's changed after he's seen the FBI's extended supplement report on Brett Kavanaugh and wants to go ahead and do a vote. Number two, Senator Sassy urged Trump not to pick someone, not to pick Kavanaugh, pick somebody else. Number three, the dude that killed his roommate in Akron at the University of Akron over some fast food, serves 10 months, and is released. That, to me, is crazy. Uh, Number four, Jet star Isaiah Crowell uh, gets a big endorsement for butt wipes after he used a football to simulate wiping his butt after a touchdown. So, dude wipes, baby wipes for dudes. That's how I'm going to put it. And then the last story we just went over was the man that had been 
in a shed for 40 years and forced to work uh, unpaid. Modern-day modern slavery. So, stuff's not going, man. Okay, so there's our CNN versus Fox News compare and contrast. Next up, we're going to have a new commentary and update from the Unknown Redneck. Hey friends, once again, it's the Unknown Redneck back at you. Youngins, I'm telling you what, our stove fund is uh, going right along. We took a little hit there whenever we had to take some money out and bury Kurt Angle's pet squirrel, Flossie. Y'all been listening to me, you know she died not too long ago, and he was pretty tore up about it. So we went ahead and took a little money out and buried her, and then we went to Dollywood to try to get our minds off of it and had a plate of soup beans there. So it put a little dent in the stove fund, but we're still working on it. But I'm telling you right now, what we're, what's fixing to happen is there's a little more money gonna come out of the stove fund and i ain't happy about it not one dang bit you see back in the summer me and cheryl took a trip down there to texas to see my cousin down that way and guess what i got a little message from the texas uh what we call it north texas tollway authority Ev- evidently i need to pay a toll down there and i didn't like that one there a bit but they sent a picture of my license plate and i guess that's uh Ain't nothing I can do about that. I guess I'll have to pay it, but that's $12.74 I'll never get back. And I didn't know the darn thing cost money. I didn't even see no place to put no money in it. So I think that's a bunch of bull. And here's what I don't understand. I pay all kinds of income tax, and that goes to the federal government. And then the federal government's supposed to dole it out to the states, and the states are supposed to take care of their own darn roads. And if I'm already paying for it that way, why'd I have to pay a toll? That seems like a bunch of horse shit, if you ask me. But they didn't ask me, they just sent me a dang bill. So, I guess I'll pay it. I won't get no ticket. But anyhow, that's gonna put a dent in the daggone stove fund. But we'll get along, I reckon. And eventually we'll get one paid for. In the meantime, Cheryl's just gonna have to watch real close about them biscuits and make sure they don't get burnt. Now, let me say one more thing. And I know everybody's been talking about this here Supreme Court guy. It's Brett Kavanaugh, feller. They're trying to get him on their Supreme Court and whatnot. And I guess he'd be alright, I don't know. But I... I I'm just going to say, that woman what done t- accused him of uh, a groping her around at this party back in the day, this is a message right now to all them females out there that might be listening to this program, is don't keep your mouth shut. Tell somebody. See, if she'd have told somebody back then, back in the day, and it might have been a little harder back then, but if she'd have told somebody then, then all this stuff might have come out then and it might have put a stop on it, and we wouldn't be having this mess coming out today. But... She didn't do that, and I just have to say, I wish she had. I will tell anybody, I'd tell Starla Jean, I'd tell any any young woman out there, some man gets a groping around on them, and she don't like it, don't want it to be done, then holler rape, holler stop, holler whatever you need to holler, and then tell somebody. Don't keep it to yourself. If it's bothering you that bad, tell somebody about it. Stop these people, because that ain't the way real men act. That ain't the way gentlemen's act. It's not how I act. And if I ever find out Kurt Angle acts that way, I'll whoop his hind end. Probably needs his hind end whooped anyway, playing them devilish video games. Anyhow, that's my message today, youngins, is that I want you, if if you're out there and you're a young man, have respect for women. And don't be groping around on them like an idiot when they don't want you to. And number two, if you're a young woman or even an older woman and you're out there and some man gets a groping around on you and you don't like it, then tell him to stop and tell somebody. Don't just keep it to yourself. And then, whenever 30-something years later that person ends up trying to be on the Supreme Court, you won't be in this position where people's accusing you of just making stuff up. So... There you go. And I'm the unknown redneck. You know where I am. I'm just got to say, he's got a point. Okay, that's the unknown redneck, and we sure do appreciate his updates, and we really hope that his stove fund gets uh, caught up there and he can have some good biscuits. 
uh, might send a dollar or two over his way and try to help him out. And our final segment we're adding today is called Something Great for the Volunteer State. Something Great for the Volunteer State. Coming out of Nashville, WSMV reports, you've probably seen it on store windows, CBD, hemp oil, and cannabis. It's not hard to find in Middle Tennessee. We found a place advertising the product less than a mile from our studios. And it's not just here. All of North America is buzzing over cannabis. Stocks are raging. Canada is legalizing pot and Coca-Cola is researching wellness beverages with something called CBD. The response has actually been beautiful. People are very open-minded in Tennessee, said Cat Merrifield. Merrifield is the founder of Cat's Naturals, based near Chattanooga. She sells CBD oil made from locally sourced hemp. So there you go. There has been some confusion over the legality of CBD in Tennessee. Earlier this year, Rutherford County authorities shut down more than 20 businesses for selling CBD products. Days later, those businesses were allowed to reopen as authorities determined the product was not illegal marijuana. It is legal. It is actually helpful. It is not something that needs to be hidden away in dark corners with people getting arrested, said Dustin Fate, a former narcotics officer at an unnamed agency in Middle Tennessee. Fate now works for... Kate's natural. Since leaving law enforcement, he's been on a mission to inform the public on what he says is misinformation about hemp and CBD. Farmers are also finding it profitable. Some are switching from traditional crops to growing hemp, such as Bill Corbin, who farms 23 acres of active hemp crop in Springfield, Tennessee. Bill got in the hemp game four years ago when the Tennessee Department of Agriculture first launched the Industrial Hemp Program. I am a firm believer in the benefits of medical, and I believe in the near future that it will be licensed. Corbin, who admits he's seeing great results, especially with the rise of legal hemp byproducts, CBD oil. It should be noted it is legal to use hemp source CBD oil in Tennessee, but the product must contain zero or only trace amounts of THC, the ingredient in marijuana that gets you high. Well, there you go. Something great in a volunteer state. All right, folks, that's all we've got going today. We'll be back again with another episode in a day or two. But right now, we just want to tell everybody, thank you so much for listening. We're available on all podcast platforms. You can listen to us on the iPhone podcast app. You can listen on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, any of those. Anywhere, any fine retailer of podcasts, you can find us, download us, tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell everybody. That's what we want to do is get this broadcast out there. So thank you very much for listening to the show. Thank you again for all the support, and I'm excited that we've got double-digit listeners on all the episodes so far, which, I mean, it's just 10 or more, but still, it's double digits. I'm excited about that, and it's all because of you. Thank you all so much, and don't forget, we've got deuces and duck lips for you all. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs)